I'm falling apart again Recalling the words that you have said And now you've gone to bed Sleeping sweet dreams while I'm still missing Pieces to the puzzle Try to sort them out Lying here awake with all these doubts I'm digging through the rubble But now we're running out of time Before we let this go So please just let me know Please just let me know Cause I need to know Beautiful jam right there by Hollow 
Hill, a local band out of Utah. They might be, uh, I think they're all, these guys are from everywhere. Um, and it's, it's kind of funny when you think about a band. Uh, there's five people, five cats in this band, and they're from everywhere, and they're making their own little magic. And uh, shout out to them, Hollow Hill. Stay with me. You can find their music on pretty much anywhere you find music. Just search it up, Hollow Hill. Um, that was Stay With Me if you enjoyed that little tune. And welcome to the show, man. It's my second podcast since having uh, a nice little streak of guests. Um, I had Hollow Hill and Provo Shaman, and then I had a degenerate version of myself most recently. And as I woke up from that morning uh, of content creation, I was like, holy shit, man, what a fucking epic and uh, barn burner day, just to say it the least. Um, and it really kind of took a lot out of me. Um, let's check out this scene. This scene works a lot better. Um, but if you, you wouldn't really know that because if you look at my content, it never stopped. Um, and I post, like, what is this? The day after, and it's another podcast. But it is, uh, what's it called? Um, it can be, not taxing, it, it is, what, what is it, man? It's, there's a, there's a part of me that used to lose creative juice, I guess, or like creativity after posting and, uh, what is it? Just making stuff? But as of late, for the past six months, and I, I, I think it's a mentality I've, I've adopted. And the mentality is just like, I'm going to be myself and like foot on the pedal, no red lights, go, 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 turn and burn, create content, make a podcast, get better, get better, get better, get better, get better, get better. And the only way you get better in this game is by creating content. A lot of people haven't figured that out yet. Um, but... It's the, it's the truth, right? Like, the way you get better in this game is by creating content. And I make so much shitty content. Um, the few times I do make anything good, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And I was looking at a few of my reels and, like, what hit, what misses. Like, it's all, it's, it's interesting. You know what I mean? Like, and some things that I spend no time on get the most, uh, I would guess, feed, I'd get the most feedback on. I wouldn't call it reinforcement, but that's what it is. Uh, and some things that I take the most time on are like nobody even really looks at. It gets no plays, it gets no likes. I'm like, it's funny how the game works. So that's why you turn and burn and you make as much content as possible. And for any other artists out there, like, how do I do it? What are you doing? Turn and burn, turn and burn, turn and burn. And there's this weird thing where I realize this when you make content, at least the content I make, right? Fuck. Uh, that I, I, he, I look silly. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I look, I have to just accept the fact that, uh, whatever I do, right. Whatever I am, um, it's somewhat unpleasant to look at. And even for myself, like I make myself cringe. I don't like the content I make sometimes. A lot of the times I don't even agree with the things I say. But uh, as far as content creation goes, like you just have to accept the fact if you want a high output of content, you just have to eat shit um, and eat your own shit most of the time, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you can be super precise in your content creation and be deliberate. Um, and that works too, right? Uh, there's lots of ways to make content. My way isn't correct. Um, but as far as one of my approaches, uh, as far as just artistic style is, and that's what sustained me is just letting go, right? Like that fucking Frozen song, bro. I'll let that shit go, dude, and just post, 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 post. And am I looking at this camp? No, I'm looking at this camp. 
Uh, just just let it go, bro. Just let all cylinders, like content creation at its max. And the best times, here's how I got to the level I'm creating content at. It was really, it's been a long time coming, but it was, excuse me, there was a psychological trigger in my head where I understood uh, at least some philosophical concept that God lives inside every one of us and we are God and God is us, right? And then I just took that concept in part due to Neville Goddard and this idea of reincarnation, one over soul and where all these other attachments. So long story short, I began to see myself in everything. So I would just see a piece of art or I would see something like maybe as simple as a sign on the freeway and say, I put up that sign. Or I'd see some art and say, I made that art. Like totally delusional, right? But understanding that I am everybody um, and everybody is me, it helps you gain a lot more compassion. But also it helps you understand like creatively, like what are your limits? They're expansive. They're everywhere. So a lot of these posts I'll make, you know, like how do I find these posts or how do I do these things as far as, and it's, to me, I just accepted the fact I am everything and everything is me uh, in some delusional way course i keep it real as fuck i'm still the prevalent kid i'm not anything but myself uh but it's kind of a weird concept to to play with and um i was really exposed to this concept of like an over soul and being an extension of it uh from ralph ralph waller emerson probably at 23 22 maybe um i was reading ralph waldo emerson essays um just in my free time because like yo apparently this guy is pretty legit and he's legit. Uh, he has some good things to say, and he did impact and shape my life. I would say quite a bit. So, shout out to Ralph. Ralph. Shout out to Ralph. Hold on, Emerson. Shout out. Big shout out to Ralph Waldo Emerson. It's a it's a mouthful. He was a legit ass dude. Helped expand uh, anarchist thought, and I would say libertarian thought. But what the fuck do I know, man? Uh, esoteric thought, occultic thought, just the idea of an oversoul. Just think about that. Like, what are you talking about, dude? An oversoul? You're talking about an oversoul, Ralph Waldo Emerson? Break it down for us, please. What's an oversoul? And I've talked about this a few times in my previous podcast, but um, I just want to repeat it as much as possible because uh, this is my personal theory of, like, what are we? I got this idea when I was uh, when I was elevated to a certain altitude, literally, maybe even metaphorically, who knows? And the idea is this: uh, I've never met a human whose feet have ever left the ground long enough to stay off the ground, right? In other words, um, I don't care how high you jump, your feet are always touching the ground, right? So, in other words, you're a plant. So, in other words, you don't see it, but your feet and whoever you were came from before right, was attached to the ground. Humans don't think of themselves as being physically attached to the ground because we move around, right? But so does a bee, right? Uh, but a bee is, uh, in some sense, just an evolution out of the ground. Like people like, uh, as soon as I say evolution, sometimes I lose spiritual people, but oh, you're the sirens. But here's what I'm saying, man. Nothing, nobody I've ever met has ever left the ground. Um, everybody can you can shoot your ass up to space but guess what you come back down and so what's my theory I think we're walking mushrooms right high level high level high level high level high level shit right um, and I think we are plant organic material right 
Um, I don't see myself exactly as a human entity. And when people talk about like oneness and spirituality, like and aliens and shit, like I actually think it's a plant. We're we are a plant, right? Um, and we're attached to this big ass plant, right? And uh, the biggest, largest living organism in the world is humanity. Does that make sense? Um, this is my idea. These are my thoughts. And if they ever get repeated, I'm making this podcast just so someone can say, oh, that idea or that theory can be traced to the legendary Provo Kid. He was the first to consider, uh, maybe that's not even true. I'm sure maybe somebody else has thought of the idea we're walking mushrooms or we're just plants or has even confirmed that the idea that humanity's feet have never left the ground, ergo, we're a plant, right? Um, you don't see your roots that go into the earth, but they're there, right? We all accept there's things we can't see that are real, right? Like oxygen. I don't see it breathing and it's sustaining my life. So why don't I have like ethereal roots going into the ground and touching Mother Earth? So there's a lot of things going on in that thought process that I just had to get out in what, less than four minutes? Holy shit, not so deep a thought. Um, but that's a good thought comes quick. You know what I mean? Like I've had downloads of information sometimes and I like to think about this a lot of people don't even know about this shit and the words called epiphany right so you can have an epiphany right and I love life because scientists can't figure out what part of the brain that comes from like because how do you measure when someone has that it's like stick someone in a tube scan their brain and then tell them to have an epiphany it doesn't work like that you know what i mean like so then there's another word besides epiphany it's called theophany right so when that theophany and i i guess for those who are uh, l- language literate you already know it has to do with a god right like so it's a god thought so a theophany is much akin to an epiphany but it's a thought given to you by god and the reason that's cool um, is because unless you had that vocabulary before, the avenue for you to even think that God could give you a thought is limited. And I'm saying these aren't thoughts that you ask for. This is just like, boom, hey, God's like, here's a dump. Hey. And these ideas where people get downloads of information relatively quickly in a short amount of time. And then like, it, here's, a, here's an example. How many people have like figured out really complicated, like answers to really complicated equations, whatever kind of equation they are, math or not right in a short amount of time it's like they might go for a walk and god sprinkles a little theophany dust on their ass and all of a sudden they know e e equals mc squared you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying like people ask how do i make so much content and the truth is nobody's ever really asked that um i only ask myself that like how do i do it like uh, it's interesting i talk in uh, some forms of manner Uh, much like to a stand-up comedian where they'll say, last week I was at the grocery store. No, you weren't. You've been telling this joke for two months. You weren't at the grocery store last week. Piece of shit. Um, But, like, it doesn't bother me, but someone who's super, I guess, or would be rigid, would have a hard time once they figured out that when comedians reference time, they're not always really telling the truth. And it's kind of a funny little thing. I guess it's when you find out wrestling's fake as far as like how comedians make their recipes. Um, comedians take artistic, uh, what's it called? Or, fuck, I hate forgetting words. Artistic privileges, artistic, yeah, we'll just call them that. 
And their storytelling. So they'll tell a story that they say is from yesterday, but maybe it's from four years ago. But telling you that it's from yesterday creates a certain artistic effect on you, the audience, that just makes the story ten times better. Because it makes it maybe perhaps feel more relatable, more there, more at home, rather than me telling you a story that happened. And then, like, think about this as a setting. This story happened four years ago. Like, no, at a grocery store. Nobody wants to hear that bullshit. They want to hear what happened yesterday or today. Um, and what's funny, when people think about history, oh, God, this episode is off the rails. Um, but it's a good episode. I really enjoyed making podcasts and talking to myself. It's a unique skill, and it's something I'm developing. And I understand that, and this is, I was telling myself this earlier. Uh, I will, I don't care if I get 5, 10, 20, 30 subscribers from my podcast. Like, let's say 100. Maybe I get 100 people subscribe at one point. That'd be nuts, right? Um, I don't even know how many subscribe now. I think it's like three or four. <laughs> Mom, dad, me, and my wife. I swear to God, dude. I just added all that up. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm four. I'm like, who are they? Uh... Because like, I never really think about it, and I don't look at it. Maybe I have more today than I did yesterday, but here's my whole story in my thought process. I know it doesn't matter how many subscribers I have. People might listen without subscribing. I'm, a, I'm someone who's a big fan of listening to stuff without subscribing or following, unfortunately. Please like and subscribe my shit, or don't. Um, but fuck, man. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, just this, dude, that no matter what I do, I will always treat this thing that I'm doing uh, like I've always treated it. Why do I do this? I do it for myself. This is fun. This is what I do in my free time. And it doesn't matter how many people listen. It doesn't matter what's going on. Uh, I'm still going to treat everything I do uh, as if I got one fan. And the reason I'm talking about this is uh, because... uh, only fan the reason I'm talking that's the title of this episode the reason I'm talking about this is because I have a I have a little giveaway every month to one person right and this person is who for all intents and purposes I've decided to keep them anonymous right um, just because uh, it's, first of all it's selective and 100% biased I pick my favorite fan of the month it's not a you can't win it and it's not a giveaway like, I've really refined it. Like, no, 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 no. I pick you, okay? Um, and it's personal. And the things I try to give the only fan of the month are, I don't know, like, just a thoughtful gifts, right? And so the only fan of this, this recent month, um, one of the special things I got him was a coffee mug, right? Uh, or her. So... But you wouldn't know that in my picture that I posted because I do, like, super Easter egg level shit where... I, I show everybody what they're getting on uh, some sense, and then I hide a bunch of stuff inside of it. Uh, so, man, it's just fun to do that and to just imagine that if I really did have only one fan a month, oh, yo, you uh, you get everything. You're my homie. Like, you, you support what I do? Holy shit. No fucking way, dude. And I'm shocked anybody does like this shit. I'm shocked anybody does listen to these solo podcasts and makes it this fucking far, right? So if you do make it this far, 
thanks, you're a real-ass fan. Um, let me know in the comments on my Instagram, yo, I'm a real-only fan. Like, I don't care if you chirp and ask and, like, yo, and support. That's what I want, right? I want people – I don't want everybody begging to be an only fan. But, yo, there is only one fan um, every month. And it is Liddy, and everything I do gets turned up every time this person gets a gift. So I said some gifts for this person that I thought related to them. Um, I don't even know if they drink coffee. They could put uh, Kool-Aid in their fucking cup. And they're drinking the Provo Kid Kool-Aid. And I, I don't mean that in a, in a negative way. Like where, like what happened at Jonestown. I mean like more in the stuff like they, they jive with what I'm saying. It's weird when you make that reference because you imply that people... Like I'm not a cult either, right? Um, I'm not a team. There is no Provo Kid team. So if I ever get in a beef on the comment section... I, like, I don't have a team or a squad. Like, yo, solo. I'm a solo dude. And if I ever eat shit personally, I'll eat shit alone, right? Like, this is me. So, that's just what I am, dude. I'm an anarchist individualist. So, I am myself, dude. And uh, I just want to say, first of all, super grateful, again, for Provo Shaman. Super grateful for Hollow Hill to just give me some of their time and help me make some art. Uh, man, it's cool when anybody wants to just share their time with you and it's something I've taken for granted as I've gotten older but when you're young everybody wants to share time with you because you're kind of forced collectively to give your kid to the state uh, yeah, yeah 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 we don't want to hear about that right now probably kid but um, yeah man like so everybody's like just sharing their time but when you get older and you actually control your time and it's not being delegated by the state or your parents like just to even have another human contact or presence after the past crazy two years where everybody's, oh, the motherfucker's still crazy about shaking hands or hugging. Like, oh, they must be so uncomfortable next to me because you boys, and I'm not even a hugger, right? Like, I'm not one of those people who say, I'm a hugger. You know what I am? Real. I don't hug everybody. Some people, I'm like, yo, stay the fuck away. You know, selective as fuck. Sometimes I shake hands. Sometimes I hug. But either way, I'm saying sometimes bodily contact going to happen for sure. For sure. I'm going to like chest bump, hug, fist bump, handshake. I, you know what? I don't do elbow bumps. Those are for... <laughs> if you elbow bump, if you if you ever give me an elbow bump, it better be at a restaurant, okay? It better be at a barbecue. It better be when you have two crawfishes in your hand. You're like, yo, elbows. You know what I mean? Like, I'm eating. Um, otherwise, if we're just like normally just chilling and like encountering, like maybe just imagine this, we're walking down the sidewalk. I'm like, yo, what up? What up? Uh, hey, South Provo kid. And then you say, what up? Provo kid in general. I say, yo, give me dap up as they say. And you say elbows. No, bro. Never, never the elbows. That's where you cough. You cough in your elbow, dude. I want to touch my. My coffee elbow with your coffee elbow, do I? Like, what, what, does anybody remember how stupid that logic was? Like, do elbows, oh, while you cough into your elbow? Oh, man, and then, look, think about this, do elbows, do elbows, do elbows, and then, like, you have to cough, and then you go like this, you just breathed in their cough. And the science, dude, oh, God, dude, don't, this is Provo Kids degrading into early, uh, six months ago, first couple episodes. Man, cool. Can't even believe I'm 23 minutes in. And I used to talk about the time more often, but now I'm talking about 23 minutes and I'm enjoying it. I feel in the pocket. 
And I'm even surprised, like, as a marathon, when you get 23 minutes into a podcast, now I'm on my feet. I'm running. I'm striding. My ability to talk to myself right now is at its highest level. I'm just communicating freely and honestly about kind of however I feel like. And there was one topic I definitely wanted to get to in this podcast, and it was my point about selective outrage. And I've just really accepted the fact in general right now I'm always outraged. I'm always pissed off. And all these people who are just fair weather outrage people like, oh, this event happened. I'm mad at my system. I'm mad at my government. I'm mad at this. Yo, I'm always upset at my local government, my federal government, any government. I'm always upset at the police department. You know, I'm always upset at my culture. Yo, I'm always outraged, right? And I just live in it. And I think there's there's a weird thing about Zen Hindu, Buddha, like whatever this uh, Eastern Oriental philosophy, part of it's good, but part of it is absolutely pacifying, right? And uh, I really do believe that the, the intellectual mind and the creative mind is pacified sometimes when it's just at rest for too long. You really need to have more of an aggravated and aggressive sense of mentality throughout the world. And I understand uh, people who take more elevated thoughts at certain times in life in certain positions, but you can't always be stoic, right? You can't always be zen. Sometimes, like, you know, if you're getting pummeled in the face, it really doesn't help to be zen, does it? You know what I mean? And right now, if your rights and everything about you as a human, and remember, I already mentioned, I I identify as every human. And when I feel like humanity is being punched and punched in the face, oh, I'm always outraged. Right? Like, I'm not just upset because of the recent headline. Right? And I don't... And here's the problem with this recent headline. What this recent headline did was a few things. Right? And I don't even want to mention the headline because we all know where we're at. If you don't, then check the date this was released. But here's what's what's been forgotten in the past week. COVID. Ukraine. Abortion, it writes. Okay, the previous uh, incident in Buffalo where uh, apparently a federal agent was involved. And so you start adding up all the things that you're forgetting, right? And you're not outraged about still. You lose collective energy, right? Like me, oh, I'm pissed about all the things already for the past whatever in all general collective outrage. Like it doesn't stop. And I've been upset at the uh, executive branch of our government from the beginning, it, it wasn't when uh, Biden got into office, I was mad. It wasn't when Trump got into office, I was mad. It wasn't when Obama got into office, I was mad. I've been upset the whole time. Doesn't matter who gets... Hey, you can put anybody into office. I'm mad. I'm outraged. I'm pissed. Because guess what? They're selected, not elected, right? And so, in general, with this news cycle and everything that just happened recently, it's so much... For the domestic people, and a lot of people don't even understand this, what America is collectively collectively is a beehive, right? And I love all this research that's like, if you're around bees, you might live longer. Motherfucker, if you're around a healthy-ass monk who's zen as fuck, you might live longer. They give off vibrations. Like, this idea that, like, these things are exclusive to, you know, like, like this. Alligators aren't the only animals that kill. You know what I mean? Like... Bees aren't the only thing that that heal through their frequency. And I'm just going off on tangents, bro. Just trying to get 
trying to get add up that time, get that time moving up on this clock. And that was about a five minute uh, discussion there. But anyways, one of the craziest things that came out, I was like, do I even want to talk about this? And the answer is probably no. But there are certain issues with it that if I don't, like I feel like if I don't talk about, uh, it, 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 something doesn't sit right with me. Um, cause with, it's funny, this is, uh, pro kids getting serious, dude. No, what, what is a podcast? What do people want to hear? Do they want to hear me get serious about the recent issue? No, I think like, uh, yeah, I could break, I could break this issue down in ways people just, Oh, haven't thought about that. Cause I'm seeing things from different angles and I'm a fucking good thinker. I can think so fucking much, right? All these intellectuals like think, 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 think. My brain, this is why my mom told me, I, this is why my mom told me I was to be a good lawyer. No, this isn't why my mom told me, but like this is the concept of what I'm about to say comes from because I used to tell myself this. But I've noticed my brain works in a cer certain way and other people have too. Uh, and essentially, it's the subconscious and I figured this out. Maybe I haven't, but... If you ask questions, the subconscious will work on it, right? And then deliver an answer later. And I call that a uh, callback, a theophany, or an epiphany, right? So those come from, in my opinion, when you ask a question, you pray about it, the subconscious deliberates, and then boom, it delivers a fucking answer, just like, Dijon, no, your oven's ready, sir. Pop it out. Boom, home delivery, baby. Um, so what I'm saying is... Uh, I've had these uh, answers given to me sometimes by my subconscious because I've asked questions. And uh, what what would make me a good lawyer is even when I'm not thinking about stuff, right? I still get answers to it, and it's all like, "Holy shit!" You ever get like, "Oh, uh, it's, well." There's several terms for it, and one of the terms is called when the penny drops, right? So when the penny drops, when does the penny drop for you, right? The penny drop is when something clicks. Um, and it's a cool thing for that to happen. And it's one of the funnest things. Excuse me, when it's called the aha moment. Also an epiphany. This whole episode is just basically about that. And I really love what this show is, what I'm doing. More and more and more because the reality is it is it's a perfect reflection of myself in some ways. And what it is in terms of a reflection, let me be specific because there's 23 other hours in the day where there is no reflection, right? This is just a nice reflection for one hour into uh, my personal mind state. And it's honestly a great reprieve. And the more often I do it, it's like, oh, there's no way they could ever suicide me. <laughs> like that, hey, if the government ever tried to took me out, good luck, because this guy's happy as fuck. I just want to let her, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, what a great database for the world, for everybody. And, yeah, man, when you really have a good track record of what things are, it's it's nice. And I might expose the Hillary Clinton secrets. No, I wouldn't. But, uh, like, like, I can't imagine me ever breaking down a conspiracy and getting censored either, like, well, the COVID, thank God COVID ended because I would have I kept getting censored. But that bullshit crumbled in on itself. And it still is crumbling. Monkeypox? Can you go? Hey. Monk. 
monkey box. I met somebody. Oh, man. This podcast is a shit show. That's for sure. That's for sure. And I thought about it. And I was like, what, what? What are you if you're you're trying to be something else? I do listen to and I talk about this issue with Prova Shaman, not an issue, but the concept of like as you make podcasts or art or anything, you try to emulate something. And yes, I have tried to emulate certain comedians or podcasters uh, in certain moments, and I still will. It's like people will listen to me and say, "Oh, I hear Crystalia for thirty seconds there." Or, hey, that's Tim Dillon for the first twenty minutes. God. This guy's fucking ridiculous. Um, but the truth is I'm really just trying to find my own voice and how to create my own content and think about my own things like selective outrage. That's me, right? Uh, I made that up as far as I know. And I'm the one who's like, oh, I'm sick of selective outrage. And I thought that's really cool to think about because I am always upset. I am always angry about these issues. And when people are like fair weather, like, oh, the president matters. Black lives matter. Black lives matter now? Oh, you one of those, oh, you're posting about this issue now? And that's why you might not see me post about certain issues unless, like, I, here, here's the When everybody was posting about Black Lives Matter, I was posting about how their fundamental rights were being taken away and they couldn't go to church on Sunday. And they were arguing about an individual right rather than a collective right. And there's some things that I'm... I'm an individual anarchist, but I'm all for collective rights. And it's funny when some people are like oh, let's focus on these individual rights for these selective groups of people and work on remedying those and fixing the system rather than realizing their collective right, which is uh, a First Amendment right, a freedom of association and uh, going to church, was taken away. And apparently there's, uh, for some of these churches who were forced to shut down, it's because, and this might be true or not true, but it's a tax form declaration. If you're actually a church in our uh, country... And this happened in Canada too, I guess, uh, where you are tagged. And I don't know if this is true. You're going to have to fact, fact check me. If you chose like uh, I would rather pay taxes as a church, right, um, then they couldn't close you down. But if you said I want to be taxed as exempt, then the government could then tell you as a church uh, you have to shut down. Um, but if you paid your taxes, you the government can't tell you what to do kind of thing like no, we made a con. I got. Hey, I might be butchering that. You're gonna have to check all that shit out. Um, and I actually thought about starting my own church for for a while. Uh, I don't want to get into too much detail because good things happen to those who wait. And I still might. Cause your boy's an artist. And speaking of art, this is a big fucking deal. Um, I'm going. I had an eBay and I'm shutting it down. Right, like my eBay was just a way to, uh, I thought about like, cause I make thrift, I don't thrift. Like I, I, here, I find new clothes that are on sale, clearance, thrift, and then I resell them, right? Uh, and I've been doing, like when you do that on eBay, it's just a hassle. So uh, I'm going to Instagram and I want everybody to know right now, uh, excuse me, I'm, go I'm going to Instagram Provo Kid merch is coming to you probably in the next 48 hours. Like high-level, high-quality merch. And uh, what is it about this merch that... Yo, I just got upset about myself because like, yo, 
Provo Kid, did you forget there's no ads? Oh, there's ads, baby. Uh, there's ads. Th this is an ad. So, here's, here's what we're doing. I am probably, right? Uh, I hate the word probably because it's not going to be probable. I am for sure posting in the next week end, which is two days, 48 hours, uh, on my Instagram, my Provo Kid merchandise. It's sick as fuck. And it's all extra, extra large, hopefully, or extra, 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 extra large, or it's just supposed to be ridiculously large. So it's a one-size-fits-all policy, right? Because, like, if you're, like, if you wear a small, this is called, like, a pajama sweater or, like, an oversized boyfriend sweater. If you're, if you're a larger person, this called it fits. It's that, that's kind of the thing. Like, it just fits. Um, and, like, most of the things I go for for the Provo merchandise is going to be 3X, 2X. That's it. And if I find a 4 or 5, oh, it's on. If I find a 4 or 5X... Your boy's buying it and merchandising it and flip, 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 flip. Uh, so super stoked. I'm wondering if there's going to be like a price I sell everything at, like $33.33. But some of it is not worth $33 because it's made by the Bravo Kid. It's worth way more than that, actually. Uh, it's probably worth so much uh, down the road. And like the things, I make real life NFTs. Motherfuckers like trying to buy these like, Bullshit NFT shit. Like, no. I make a real life NFT, baby. And it's clothing. Personalized, brand new. I don't buy used clothing like I already mentioned. This is brand new clearance rack. High level stuff. And my tie-dye techniques for the first few times have been atrocious. But I've been refining refining and getting better and better and I get bigger and bigger and better and better every day I make this podcast and I push I push I push I go 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 I climb and climb and climb and sorry I got a stuffy nose dude sorry about that dead air welcome back to the Provo Kid um, so yeah, man, the merchandise is flowing and it's coming. Um, and I thought about giving away more of my merchandise, but I was like, nah, sell it. Uh, and I have a couple friends. I want to give a big shout out to Kurt. Uh, told me that the things I'm making are dope and I believe them. So I'm really going to push and just create limited clothing, tie dye, like that represents me and the Provo Kid. And I hope it, I don't ever charge too much for this shit because I understand there's a recession going on. Um, but I did just buy uh, a 3XL black hoodie that I'm going to tie-dye. Or as I seem like, how am I going to do this? Because if you tie-dye black, doesn't it go brown? I'm almost certain it does. But you would, I would really appreciate like a really strong white. You know what I mean? What if there was a white tie-dye? There's got to be like a white paint tie-dye, right? Like, what? You got to be kidding me. You know what I mean? Like, I'll figure it out. Yo, I'm going to figure this shit out. I'm 
up in my level, up in my game artistically when it comes to close. Mad Max Marauders up above me, I'll tell you that. Holy shit. I'll tell you this right now. Provo Kid is only getting... Oh, these men... Hey, keep it down! These fucking tenants above me. Keep it down! No respect. I'll say this. Uh, I had a little bit of whiskey the other day. Two or four or five, six, seven weeks ago. It's like, that's the whole comedian thing. Like, how long ago did I have whiskey? And my mother was all... I was at a craps table. And I got, I guess, I know exactly how I got because I didn't black out. But I got really animated and she's like, holy shit, when you drink whiskey, you uh, <laughs> turn into the whiskey kid? So really? That's a terrible podcast name. Um, and I had a whiskey, important to bring that up, two, two nights ago. And boy, do I get turned up. And if I'm not at a craps table, and I guess this is kind of my thing, the best time to drink, I think, in general, liquor, period, uh, is when you gamble. There is no better time to drink when you gamble. And if you just drink casually, like recreationally, you know, occasionally, like I'm doing right now, beer. It's fine. It's good. Um, and if it's not beer, like I think mixed drinks are good too uh, as well. But for me, I was just reminiscent of like how much fun it is to be at a casino. Because the other part about that is it's free, Right. You're at the table and like they just keep bringing you drinks. You're like, holy shit, is this legal? Is it legal for you to get me as drunk as fuck before you empty my wallet onto the table? How is that legal? But it is uh, because I'm an adult and so is everybody else at the table, which is crazy. Uh, but like as far as like that whole reality and the, when I was young, uh, they used to walk around and sell cigarettes. Like that was the best, bro. When I was a kid, I couldn't even buy, drink, or gamble. And I just love these ladies with their crop top bras, titties popping out, like short ass. Not even probably, I think back then in the 90s, like ass wasn't as much of a thing, perhaps. Who knows? But uh, the tits were definitely out uh, for these cigarette women. And then cigarettes, cigarettes. They'd say, Kino, cigarettes, Kino. Or maybe not even Kino. It all depends. So, oh, man. They'd have these cigarettes. They had roses. They had all kinds of cigars. And they'd walk around like, oh, Old Vegas. Oh, don't even get me started. I sound old because I am old Vegas and I'm a casino kid. And it's absolutely true. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just, it's just fun. Uh, it's fun when people walk around and want to sell you cigarettes, dude. I don't know why, but it is. And I want to buy them. Uh, not right now, obviously, but like if I'm a kid and I see this lady walk around, like everybody, everybody's smoking in the 90s and 80s in the casino. And I go to the casino now, it's like, no smoking, eh, you smoking cigarettes, eh. It's like, motherfucker, I like this smell. I don't even smoke them, but I love it. I want one, you know what I mean? Like when I smell them as a kid, like as my childhood self, I'm like, man, that's a vacation. That's a good time. That's money being... Uh, gambled and spent and just lived easy. I'm watching, I mean, way too much gambling as a kid. I am, if, I'll say this to my parents if you made it this far, mom or dad, if you are lucky, neither of your children who attended your casino ventures turned out to be gambling addicts because 
It's funny too. I have some friends who are real big gamblers. They win some, they lose some. But uh fucking Mad Maxers out there, dude. Uh I just I only feel comfortable if I have dice on my hand. I gotta have the dice. You know, I gotta throw them, I gotta feel them, I gotta be shouting, I gotta be yelling. Ah, ah, you know, like, holy fuck, huh? Whoa, dude, I get so fucking animated. The whiskey kid comes out at the craps table, you know? Hell yeah, a lot, a lot of energy, right? The whiskey kid came out a couple days ago, made like six reels, two podcasts. Good times, good times. But you gotta keep that caged up, keep it for a vacation. Uh, it's been a while since I've been uh, to Vegas or on a vacation like that. Uh, it's good times, man. Anytime you get to Vegas, go ahead and check it out. Uh, it's on the mend. Uh, it's probably dope as fuck now. If a one more motorcycle drives by, that would make sense because mostly motorcycle people drive together. But, uh, man, I'll say this. I had a really nice comment uh, in my Instagram and I'll, in general, like when people say nice things, holy shit means a lot. Uh, cause I really do do this for myself. I do this for fun, right? Like hundred percent. And anytime someone's like, holy shit, dude, you're actually like doing something cool. Like, Oh, thanks. Like <laughs> unsurprised as fuck. Right. Um, I don't know why. But, uh, yeah, anytime anybody's really nice or supportive at this point, it's surprising. Because I don't think there's there's value. I understand when I have other people on the podcast. But what I am is a solo podcast, right? Like, this is me. This is a solo podcast. This is me, you know, talking for an hour and struggling to not have dead air. And so anytime anybody supports me, whether it's on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, I don't know, Patreon. Oh, if you support me on Patreon, Baba, Mom, and <laughs> my family, thank you, and Gabriel. My one, uh, I don't know who Gabriel is, but he's down. Or she, Gabriel, is Gabriel a girl name? Gabriel. Gabriel! You gotta kind of shout it, right, to figure out if it's a girl. Gabriel! Gab no, Gabriel's definitely a boy. Gabriel. Ariel at the end of that word is female. Gabe is masculine. Ariel is female. Gabriel is androgynous. Perhaps someone's like, "That's blasphemy, Provo kid! How dare you say that about Archangel Gabriel?" Well, I'm just trying to break it down. Is it a boy or girl? I like maybe that's because have I ever met a Gabriel? Yes, and he was legendary. It was a man. He was a basketball coach. He was very nice to me. Uh, yeah, I'm the only person I know named Gabe, but Gabriel, Gabriel. Obviously, it's a man, but you never know just the way the world is today, and that's why I kind of talk about that. And some people might be weird, but I actually, I don't even mind saying this. I have friends who are transgender. I don't even like saying that because I don't even see him as trans. And that's what bothers me about some things. Like, if you're really about it, don't drop the trans. Right? If you really American, drop the African, because that's I'm Malcolm X viewpoint on that. I think the term African American is in some way implied of a, a short. Hey, you're not fully American. 
You're African, then you're... Same with Asian American. Don't like it. I like the term Asian American. We're all American. In a story. In a fucking story. I don't like Irish American. I don't like Catholic American. Whatever it is. American. That's it. I don't like... I don't like any bridge. We either are one thing or we're not. Right? And so as soon as we started creating these hyphens, right? These groups within a group. Oh, that's ugly. Ugh. Uh... And I don't even know if African-American is still in popular use. I know people, I think the term's POC. But it, it's funny, though, because, like, person of color, but but if you say, if you inverse that and say colored person, then that's not good. Which is so funny, because you can call them a color. It's like a person first language, right? So a colored person is racist. Person of color not racist because it's person first, right? So person first language is the key to understand. It's so high level, right? I went to too much school to even like break that down. Like I was person first everything before. And then I, like past two years since I gave up education and like trying to be smart, I'm like, fuck it. Uh, I don't proofread. I don't thought read. Like whatever, dude. Es me. I'm just going to say what I say. It sounds stupid, okay? Um, and I don't sound stupid, all the time, I'm sure I do sometimes, because the reality is, and I'm just, I've just started to accept this. When you are who you are, you're gonna embarrass yourself. When you are who you are, you're gonna fail. When you are who you are, you're gonna look stupid. When you are who you are, you're gonna look smart. You're gonna be everything, because that that is life. I will never be one thing, right? I will never just be a smart guy. I will never just be a dumb guy. Like whatever I am is just gonna be like all over the fucking place, because that's just. Yeah, it's just how I see it, right? Like, I can't be anything but me. And what I am is so fucking scattered right now. Like, And it, it's funny when I say scattered because if you look at my collective work in the past six months, it's very focused. It's very linear. It's very organized. And then it, that, that thought brings me back to Heraclitus, one of my favorite Greek philosophers. What scatters, gathers. What gathers, scatters. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. Ah. Roses, 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 baby. What scatters, gathers. What gathers, scatters, baby. Oh, it's the smartest thing I've ever heard. And that sentence, every fucking time I think about it, I'm like, oh, found another reason why that's true. Like, think about conception. It's scattered organisms gathering, right? And then that organism just uh, collects more scattered things and gathers. It's just, it goes on and on and on. And then when your body eventually, like it goes on so far, let me get to the end of the story. When you decompose, your scattered energy or your gathered energy scatters, right? Like, ah, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Such a beautiful statement. What gathers, scatters. Um, so I'm at a bridge, Right, like I have to use the, I'm in a Joe Rogan moment. I have to use the restroom so fucking bad right now. But the reality is, this is a one take podcast. The, I, uh, and as soon as I'm done, upload. Because that's how I streamline all of my content, right? Like fast, quick, turn and burn, turn and burn. So I have to figure out what to talk about for five, three, four more minutes. And let me just get this popping quick. Let me get thinking. So, oh, what am I going to talk about, dude? Let's let's do this. Let's talk about gratitude. First of all, I'm thankful for everybody who likes my shit. I'm thankful for everybody who doesn't listen to me, doesn't like my shit. Thankful for everybody who follows me. I'm uh, super thankful for the situation I'm in. I'm appreciative of 
the content and everything I'm doing. I like where I'm at. I like what I'm doing. I am grateful, right? And the one thing I'm most grateful for is not being known, right? Like this podcast is live, right? Apparently one person is watching. I don't even believe that. You know what I mean? Like it says one? Doubtful. Uh, and it probably is me watching because I don't even know how the, the system works. It always says one person's watching. So uh, just at the end of the day, yo, it feels good to be my biggest fan. It feels good to just, you know, love and appreciate what the fuck I'm doing. And, man, I'm the fucking Provo kid, dude. And it's always temporary, right? Like I even talked about this last podcast. Like when I leave Provo, God forbid it. But if I ever do, young brother's got to change. got to evolve. got to adapt. And someone else is going to have to step up and take the mantle. Like I can only be the Provo kid for so long. Right, Kid Rock is always Kid Rock till the day he dies. But there's gonna be another Provo kid. There's gonna be somebody else who steps up and takes my place, and you know that's fine because I'm gonna have to maybe maybe I move to like New Hampshire. Not gonna not likely. I become the New Hampshire kid. That fucking suck. That'd be fucking terrible. Imagine the Atlanta like I, me as the Atlanta kid. Oh no way. <laughs> if I don't fit in anywhere besides Provo or somewhere in Utah respectively right this is my state this is my home court and even if i leave i still adapt into that situation like i would i would wear the new hampshire kid clothing it suck but i'm the provo kid dude legit as fucking for anybody who's like uh out there like bigger than me and like you think you run or own provo you can be the provo adult i don't give a fuck you know what i mean like plenty of room for provo subtitles and titles there's lots of room for Provo shit. Don't think Provo Kid's the only fish in this Provo City. Uh, be the Provo King. I don't give a shit. I'm the Provo Kid because I got that kid energy, that creative energy. That's the whole point. Why are you the Provo Kid? Hey, I got so much fucking creative energy pouring through me right now for the past six months and everything I'm doing with what I'm doing. Oh, I'm so kid-like. You hate to see it. You hate to see how much your boy's a kid, right? And when Crystalia says he's a baby, I understand what it means, right? And the baby's like, it's just, a, it's a, it's an energy reference. And, and my title is an energy transfer title. I just adopted this like idea, like I'm a kid. You know what I mean? Like I think creatively all the time. I see something and I'm like, someone will say that's a chair. I'm like, fuck no, that's a hat. And you know, just a defiant. I'm just trying to be who I was when I was young, I guess. I'm just trying to connect to my child. So that's why. That's super personal. Uh, I am trying to be my former kid self, uh, and it's working. Uh, we, we start with Hollow Hill. We're going to end with Hollow Hill. Same song, same song, because it's the same type of day for me right now. Uh, so it's called Stay With Me. This is Hollow Hill. Uh, I can't, dude, I can't thank these guys enough for uh, letting me play their fucking music, dude. They're all awesome. So thank you, Hollow Hill. You guys are fucking all amazing. Don't swear so much, Provo kid. You guys are amazing. That's it. All right. God bless you all. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, check out Hollow Hill. They're my uh, favorite local band. I'm falling apart again. Recalling the words that you have said. And now you've gone to bed. Sleeping sweet dreams while I'm still missing. Pieces to the puzzle. Try to sort them out. Lying here Running out of time before we let this go so
Zani.